The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, welcome to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. It is Nick Kalman Riley joining you once again. This episode, we are reviewing round five and getting into round six. Very exciting stuff, except for the Broncos v Pen- uh, Panthers, because that's just going to be a whitewash. Boys, welcome. Rolls, hello. Riley, Nicholas. hello, Callum, hello. <laughs> How are we, boys? Boys, I thought we'd start the, uh, the podcast off a little bit differently this time. Wideworldofsports.com.au, Paul Gallen identifies West Tigers defensive play as, and I quote, the worst thing I've seen in first grade. <laughs> Comments. <laughs> Pretty spot on from Gal. I actually am agreeing with him for once. For once, yes. Our head-to-heads in round five in our fantasy league that all three of us are in. Callum and I went head-to-head, and uh, congratulations in order for you, Callum, uh, getting up against me last round, mate. Well done. Thanks, Ross. <laughs> it's pretty close. I, look, I thought you were absolutely going to flog me, but um, what did you end up getting? Uh, I ended up getting 8-4-3, and you got 7-5-6, I believe. So. See, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad, no. 100? Yeah. I see that as an absolute win. But how about if we go through our teams uh, for round five, our results and our teams, who performed? If it's all right, I'll start. If that's all good. Yeah, mate, go Losers ahead. go last. Great. So like Helm said, I got 756 for round five. Yeah, not the best round for me, but I sold David for feeder <laughs> for the first time. He gets over 70 points. Are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? Oh, so oh mad. I like you, Riles. So like mad. Anyway, who performed? Glad you asked. Uh, Payne Haas, I didn't captain him for a second week in a row. He ended up getting 71 without the captaincy. Pangai Jr., the guy I traded in for uh, David Fafida, getting 51. DCE, 69. How good is that number? Uh, and pretty much, oh, Nico Hines. I put the captaincy on him. He actually got 67 points. So with the captaincy, 134, which wasn't too bad. Uh, Brad Schneider, 44. Matt King, 43. And apart from that, the rest did pretty shit, not going to lie. What's your rank at, Riles? <laughs> not good. Oh. Uh, 18,581, so I'm continually going up. That's okay. No, it's not. It's shit, mate. Be honest. Don't, don't sugarcoat things for me. You just got to uh, make a couple of good trades. Well, yes, and we'll get into... Uh, good trading options later on this episode. Nicholas, my good friend. Hello. Did you get a win? Uh, No, I did not. I got absolutely flogged like you did as well. That's that's your first loss this whole league though, mate. And First loss, yeah. He sent a message in the group chat. I am deleting the fantasy app. I am deleting the fantasy app because it's absolute garbage. (laughs) Come off it, mate. Mate, the scoring in this season is just so bad. I was mm. ready to just quit after about, probably about Saturday. It's about Saturday. So how, how did you end up going last round, mate? I scored 770. Yeah, the frustrating, like, frustrating part is I just had so many players underperforming. I mean, like a lot of people do. Um, So I've dropped back in my overall rank because I was up to 7,900 last week and now I'm back to 9,491. I mean, it's not too bad, but, you know, not not ideal. I want to be keeping moving, move that number down. Um, I brought in Kobe Hetherington. He was only scored 24, which frustrated me. How good. Yes. And I brought in Nathan Cleary, who got 58. Uh, yeah, so not really the best either. Um Tommy Starling did well, 54 points for me, which was good. Mm. Uh, but I had a lot of people that didn't really score very well at all. Like um, like a lot of people probably have like uh, Nanai, Stephen Crichton, Pappenhausen. And I played Billy Walters on my bench. We got 29. Mm. And I didn't end up playing to a luggy because I had to choose between those two. And he got 44. 44. So I missed out a little bit there. But anyway, yeah. These things happen, mate. 
Well done. That's a, that's a good effort. Well done from you, mate. Callum, though, extraordinary week, mate. Yeah, I'm happy with the win. Um, hey, champ. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Harry Grant did well, 68. Yeah, I think it was on like 50 at half time, though, so it would have been nice if he continued on and got closer to the the seven, well, the 80s, I should say. Um, Payne Haas, captain him, he did well. Josh Curran, 70. Ewan Aitken, he scored 80. So my Warriors boys coming good. Um, Nico Hines, uh, he did well, obviously, as well. Uh, Taylor May got another high score for me and his price keeps going up, which is great. Um, other than that, that's probably about it in my team. Um, Pappenhausen, Crichton, and Tedesco, all in my back three was just lovely with scores of 19, 17, and 23. So that is outstanding. Um, my rank now is at 2,866. So it's dropped wow. almost 1,000. So I'm happy with that. Hopefully next week I can be 1,000 or something and maybe crack under the 1,000 mark for you. That would be good, mate, because I don't think me and Riley are going to. Hey, never say Long never, season. champ. Come on. Long season. Delete up. So looking looking at our results from like the first four rounds coming in around five, are we all happy with the way that we're going? Or did you see, did you hope things were going to go differently? Like, especially with the players that you brought in? I'm happy so far. I, I was obviously hoping a few players uh, performed a little bit better and um, make a little bit more cash as we'll talk about um, throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, looking at my squad, there's obviously worse teams out there, and I think it's doing okay. I think they're going to set me up for a, a good run later in the season with the cash cows that I have. So happy at the moment, Nicholas. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit unhappy. Like I've missed out on a couple of cash cows now, so which has really put me behind the eight ball. Like uh, Tago, I did get him. A, after two weeks, but I missed out the first two weeks there and I don't have tail and may and it's killing me at the moment. So yeah. um, that that's frustrating. Yeah. I I was going to trade in some, I think it was, um I can't remember who I was thinking of, but I was definitely going to bring in may until I saw the news and we posted it on our Facebook page, three blokes at a real fantasy podcast on Facebook, by the way, give us a follow. I, I saw the news about tail and may and I was just, a little bit worried. Like if I brought him in and something happened outside of the league that forced him to, you know, be ruled out of future games, would that be a waste of a trade? But like looking at him scoring and Callum had him and prime example, he's, he's doing well. And now you're in the, uh, the thought process of, is it too late to bring in May or do I risk it, bring him in and then see what happens in the future? You know, it's, um, well, do we want to briefly discuss that now? Nick, what are your thoughts, mate? You don't have him. No, I don't have him. I uh, could have got him last week as well, and I decided not to, which was a mistake you in the it's... end. Um, like I had him, uh, that was my original trade, him and uh, yeah, for Jack Bird. But um, I went I, I went a different way because I thought he might be out after it. You know, a couple of weeks' time, he might be not playing again. So. Yeah, I That's think I, I I I don't think it's worth bringing him in now. To be honest, no. Like he he might he might score forties and fifties in the next few weeks, and like that'd be great if you do get him. But he's only going to make you know he might make another fifty to hundred k. But I mean, you're just going to bite the bullet, I think, and save a trade and look for someone else now. In my opinion, anyway. That's why I I'm agree with you, Nick. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think if you haven't got him now, then it's similar to. My situation with uh, Tago, unfortunately, I didn't start with him. And as a result, I've lost out on that money and you've just got to deal with that as fantasy coaches. Mm. Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. It's just a risk you take. So, Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss um, the Panthers a little bit later on, but let's get into round six preview mode. And the first game on Thursday night will be the Canberra Raiders, the Green Machines, up against Cal's team, the North Queensland Cowboys. And uh, do we want to go through the changes of the team's big C? Bloody oath, mate. Um, so the Raiders, Xavier Savage replaces Matt Frawley on the bench, which is very interesting news and will probably be good news for um, Tom Starling owners. Other than that, the changes are both Jared Croker and Seb Chris are on the extended bench. So just watch out for them. Uh, the Cowboys, 
Cohen Hess, he returns to the starting side with Ruben Cotter uh, going back to the bench. Connolly Lemuelu has been recalled to the bench with Jermaine Tanawa-Brown and Griffin Neem out of the side as they are still both uh, being monitored following concussion protocols. Nick, mate, got a question for you. Yes, please. Will Tom Starling play 80 minutes now? Uh, well, I think he played 80 minutes last week for me. Um, am I correct there, Callum? I actually didn't actually, watch I think he the did. game. No, um, I didn't watch it, but I think he I, did. I'm pretty sure he did. I was keeping up to date on the app. How many and did he get? He got 54, which was great. That's pretty good. I think that's going to be one of his best games, though, because he did go for a couple of runs and a few tackle breaks and offloads in there. So, but it's against it, Manly. Oh, sorry, Manly, Melbourne, which is Melbourne, which was, yeah, which was good. So that's good for me. Um, even though he, he had a bit of a poor week the first week, I got him, and then which was two weeks ago, and then this, you know, that last week he did well. So I think he will play, play eighty. Um, I don't, I don't see Savage playing, playing at hooker. Mm. So. Uh, uh, I think he will be playing 80, but I don't think he's an urgent buy for anyone if you if you don't need to. I think there's probably a few other options maybe out there um, in the hooker spot. Mm. So, yeah, I'd I'd probably uh, not buy him, but I'd hold him if you have him. Like, yeah. Good stuff. We're going to move to the, uh, the Cowboys now. And Callum, Ruben Cotter, we talked about him a little bit in last week's podcast. Um, do you think he is worth... Uh, considering a, a buy, do you reckon he could be worth a buy for your team? I think he is now. I, I actually think he'll probably um, start on the weekend, even though they've named him on the bench. But regardless if he starts or not, his PPM is decent with the minutes that he's getting each week around the 50. So uh, he's averaging 53 at the moment, break even of 30. Um, still great. reasonably cheap at 594,000 um, after his price rose last week with 35K. Mm. Um, other than that, I reckon he could be a good cash down option maybe for a gun that maybe hasn't performed. Um, he's someone that will get you points with his tackles. Um, each week he makes obviously a lot of good tackles, which helps with his PPM and he's a bit of a pot option at the moment as well with 3.7% ownership in his dual position in the mid and hooker. So mm. um, I'm actually considering maybe potentially bringing him in myself this week, Spicy. Uh, maybe trading Jai Arrow out. So which we'll wow. discuss in next week's game. Nick. So just got to have a look at a couple of things first. Nick, is that a big call, mate? Yeah, I think it is. Um, especially Arrow's got mid-edge and Cotter's got hook and mid. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. a bit interesting, but I don't love it. But yeah, it's not the worst trade in the world. Mm. And Carl's going better than me, so. Yeah. Well, what, you're in the, what, what was it? Like 2000s? Callum is, yeah. Yeah. Of course he's doing better than us. He's Callum. doing better than us. But I think one problem we all have is um, Nanai. Yeah. Yeah. Is it time to sell him? I think you can sell him if you want to, but uh, I, he's the only one I'm looking to trade probably this week. But who, do, who do you trade him in for? Um, I'm, I'm trying to upgrade him because I have some cash in the bank. I don't know if any downgrading options are possible really from what I'm looking at this week. Um, so you're going to have to upgrade him or probably just hold. That's my opinion. I don't know what you, you boys think. I'm going to hold. I reckon he's got a break even to 36. He's projected on the app to get 36 this week. But I think maybe if I'm, I'm thinking hold him just for one more week, just to see if he can get over that. You know, he could have an attacking game. I'm not going to say he's going to score three tries like he did against the Broncos, but he could score a few tries and obviously um, score in the 40s, maybe 50s, which might drag him along a couple of weeks. But you should de- definitely be looking at a plan uh, to have him place to sell him soon because he won't be someone that you just want to hold in your team. Mm. He's almost peaked. How much more money do you reckon he's going to make or don't you think he's going to increase in value? Well, we've got to hope he has a good game this week. If he, if he doesn't, his breakkeeper is going to shoot up a lot again. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Those those who don't own uh, Brody Jones, that could that could be a potential pickup, or even Taolungi. If you don't have him, you could just downgrade if you want to get some money in. But most people have them already. Yeah, I saw someone do that trade Nanai to Tuolungi, but I don't know if I'm in love with it. Well, not after the the changes at the Tigers this week. No, but yeah, anyway, match back at it. I think hold him for a week. But I might yeah. 
Yeah, unless you want to upgrade to someone you have in mind right now. We'll yeah. unfortunately get to the Tigers a little bit later on in this episode, but that is... Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we, we don't want to leave anyone out, mate. Oh, I suppose not. No. Next game, which is going to be on Friday, it is South Sydney up against the Bulldogs. And uh, it looks like uh, the Rabbitohs are making a little bit of a comeback. We'll talk about uh, team changes now, Callum. Yeah, so Blake Taff is in at fullback in place of the injured Luttrell Mitchell, who, Mitchell sorry, who is out for two months uh, with a hamstring tear. Hame Sele is also on the bench as a result of that injury. Um, for the Bulldogs, Chris Potolo replaces Ava Siamanu Fanai on the bench uh, in the only change to the Bulldogs team from last week's loss to Penrith. How good if you're a Queensland supporter for the origin? I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if JT is doing his laugh. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Definitely. Out. Thank you. Yep. How good. Uh, take the shield now. Rabbitohs wise, Cal, you're, you're thinking about trading him, but if you're a Jai Arrow owner, do you think it's now time to sell and find a replacement? I think so. His break-even's at 54. I reckon you could probably move him on. He's already gone up um, in value already this season. Obviously, he's got the the dual, like Nick said, middle and edge, which is great to have in your team. Um, but look, I'm, I'm thinking of selling him. He's not urgent as much as other uh, people, but mm. I think he's probably one just to look at moving on because he's not going to be a keeper. Yeah, his minutes are sort of reduced, haven't they? Um, yeah, they it's have, a bit which worrying. is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you don't have to urgently sell him this week since they're versus the Bulldogs. He might score or something. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> might be able to hold as a price for one more week for you, maybe. Someone yeah. else who we might be thinking of holding now because his points have gone up and he's looking a lot better out there is Lachlan Ilias. Do we hold him or sell him? Because now I'm thinking he just could be a good hold for the moment. I reckon he could be someone that if people have sold him out, you could almost get him back in. <laughs> I was thinking of doing that as well, but I don't know if that's if that's um, the, a good thing to do, like Billy Walters to Lachlan Elias. <laughs> that's what <laughs> a lot of people are considering this week. Yes. <laughs> But you, you got to admit, like, Ilias is looking so much better out in the field and um, his he points is. are backing that up as well. And do the Rabbitohs have an easier run coming up? Do we know? Yeah, they um, do. Slightly they, they have another hard game next week, I think, but then it's easier from there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So they have uh, Bulldogs, Tigers, Manly, then they got Broncos, Warriors, Raiders, and also Tigers and have to buy in round 13, so... It's oh, not the so, worst run. So an um, easy run, yeah. Yeah. But looking at Ilias, like his break-even's at nine now, so obviously he's probably going to go up a little bit in um, money. And looking at his stats from last week, he actually had majority of the kick meters. He had 486 kick meters. So that's up from 220 the week before. And then prior to that, it was in like the 150s, 60s. So he could be someone that obviously his base stats are going to go up. And mm. he's only gone up 32K this year. I reckon he's probably a really good cash down option and he's looming as a the next big cash cow, finally. How good. We didn't think that in rounds two or three, did we? Bravo, I don't know held him as well because I sold him. I left Billy Smith and it seemed like a good op- good op- um, choice the first week because Billy Smith got scored 40. But now Billy Smith's out of the team. <laughs> and luckily, this is scoring better. So now it's actually, it was a bad decision. But yeah, if you, if you kept him, that's good on you. Because, uh, yeah, it's good. He'll make him right. a lot of money now. Anything we want to talk about with the Bulldogs as well, lads? I reckon before we move to Bulldogs, what about Blake Taff? Do we mm. like him, boys? Obviously, he's in for Latrell Mitchell, who's out for two yes. months. What do we think? Buy him or not? Uh, hmm. Is he center and wing fullback? Did I see that correctly? Or was that... No, he's wing fullback and half. Oh, wing fullback and half. Yeah. Mm, that's a bit interesting. So the uh, cover. I don't need cover in my halves. I don't think anyone, I think no one needs cover in their halves. What about wing of fullbacks? <laughs> yeah, people need cover in wing of fullback. I've got um, the they do have an easy run, which is 
which is a which is good for him because he's not someone who scores well base wise. No, yeah. well, he got mid twenties last year, pretty much. Yeah, so he relies on tries and try assists and stuff, which he can get. But I don't know that dual but, position could come in handy though. Yeah, it could on your bench, especially as well for a while. Mm. I mean, on your emergencies or bench, wherever you yeah. want to play him. But yeah, of yeah. course. Um, I'm not rushing out probably to get him. I don't think. His break even is at 23, so he could probably afford to wait a week, but it all depends, mm. obviously, how he scores against the Bulldogs. If he does well, then you'd, you'd expect him to back that up against the Tigers next week. So it could be one worth maybe bringing in next week if yeah, you don't want to pull the trigger. He's yeah. a busy player, but uh, he just Definitely. doesn't seem to score well no. in his games he's played. Bulldogs. Anything there? I just, I, I don't really... I mean... Uh, King did well, forty three. Like he's he's consistently scoring in those forties. So, uh, is it too late to bring him in? Yeah, it's too late to bring him in. I reckon now. Yeah, he's already gone up two hundred forty six k. So how good is that though for yeah. owners who have like had him originally? That's really good. Exactly. We mm. told we told everyone to get him, and it's obviously paid uh, dividends in the end. So happy days if you got him. If not, then unfortunately. Tough to do. just missed the boat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, Nick. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, there's a few other players that we have here on our uh, list of talking points for the Bulldogs. Um, Matt Burton, I'm, uh, he's consistently scoring well, 611K. Should, should owners, obviously owners, I think, should hold him, but should anyone go out and buy him, do you think, at this point, uh, Callum? I wouldn't be going to buy him, but if you have him, hold him. He's obviously lost, lost the uh, kick, um, the goal kicking duties uh, to Flanagan, which is unfortunate for him. But I would be just sticking with him at the moment because what I saw of their combination last week, I think that they're just going to grow and perform a lot better because they, they actually performed okay against the Panthers. I thought they were going to yeah. get smashed, but they actually did all right. So. And Burton the held forwards on. start firing, then they'll be really good. And he held on to the kick meters in general play. Matt yeah. Burton did. Yeah, he'll he'll hold on to them, and I reckon he'll start running more. But he'll just lose the um the two points that he'll get from conversions if the Bulldogs score a try. Well, because I was thinking like um yeah, because they've got an easier run now coming up after their first five rounds. We're pretty they d- do. difficult. Yeah, and you know if I'm looking to trade someone out like a a Nanai, I can move Tago to the edge, bring Burton mm. into the center. It's not you a know, bad option. Before the, the Burton concern, moves up in though, price, yeah. Yeah, the only concern is as well, I know it doesn't really affect us because we don't play overall as much. We play head-to-head. But those um, coaches that do play overall, if you're wanting to maybe consider bringing him, him in, um, I saw something that Burton, I, Crichton, and I think Bradman Best, maybe Katoni Staggs as well, were the options to play um, center this year for New South Wales. So he'll miss probably a couple of the games after that year to assume for the, for the Bulldogs. So he might not um, play the buy rounds, obviously if he gets selected and then also after that. But I think if you have him hold him, if not, don't chase him at the moment, maybe wait for after origin. Cause he will probably will be a gun in the centers with one of the edge and center dual uh, players. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But he does play round 13 if he doesn't play origin. So it's yes, it's a bit interesting. Yeah, it is. Anything else Tough. for the dogs before we move on? No, no that's no. pretty much it. I think. Let's move on. No, moving on from Pangai Junior and his disappointing fifty-one. So that's going to be the second game. Oh, the first game on Friday, and then the one after that, Penrith and Brisbane, the Panthers versus the Broncos. And boys, not going to lie. I was actually really surprised with how the, the Broncos went in round five. I they think they actually did to do well. really well. Yeah. Yeah. They always seem to do well against the Roosters. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the Roosters just are asleep. <laughs> I, I was yeah. I didn't get to watch the game live. I was checking my um, phone for the updates and mm. I had to refresh it that many times. I couldn't believe the scoreline. <laughs> Broncos were up, I think it was 10 nil. So mm. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> So there's no changes for the Panthers, uh, no, but unchanged. some pretty big news coming in for the Broncos, mate. Yeah, Payne Haas, um, he's been charged with a one-week suspension with the off-field incident with teammate Albert Kelly. So he will uh, be out this week. 
Corey Jensen, he starts at prop in his place, and Reese Kennedy has been recalled onto the bench as well. I'm calling it the first game for 2022 for a scoreline to be over 50 points. <laughs> Broncos without Payne Haas oh up against God. the Penrith Panthers. That just smells trouble, doesn't it? it there is a bit of a trouble to be smelt. Yes. And especially playing away. Payne Haas out. Payne Haas out. We're playing down at Penrith. Uh, Alarm bells are ringing for me. Troubled time. But, but one, one thing, Broncos in the last few years have actually played better away. So <laughs> that's, no, they have actually. I don't know they won't why. help them this week. Might not. <laughs> Definitely won't. <laughs> they might, you never know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some fantasy. Nathan yes. Cleary. Should you get him in if you don't have him? It's a lot of people don't have him yet. Should you get him in this week or should you continue to wait until he, he bottoms out? Oh, I think you got to wait. He, he just, I, I said it at the beginning of the year. I don't see Nathan Cleary being the same fantasy player as he was last year. That's a and, big call. Mate, these first two weeks have proven that. He hasn't scored over 60 points. He, what, he scored like a 50 First game he was back. Yeah. 44 and 58. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not great for a guy who's nearly at a million to bring in. Like, uh, he just, I don't know. His attacking kicks, I watched the game last week. His attacking kicks um, coming to the end of the sets, they weren't anything fantastic. Like, his kicks were all over the place. Mm. He's not, doesn't have it on a string like last year. And at the moment, it's the whole left edge, which is Luai, and they're just scoring the points. It's not Nathan Cleary and the right gang. So, um, obviously, I, I think you could probably afford to wait. I know it's a long time, but maybe after Origin, I'd like to get him into my team before that. And I'm going to make some moves shortly, which will bring some cash in, which is great. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, but who's to say he won't get injured like he did last year in Origin? Oh, yeah. And origin's a lot different to the normal NRL mm-hmm. speed of like yep. and just the the intensity of the game. Like he could easily just get hit, and that's it. He doesn't have mm. Christian Welsh running at him no. all night and pestering him all, all night. But I don't know. I, just, I still think yeah. you have to get him, but you could probably wait. I'm going to say two or three more weeks. But in yeah. saying that, if if Cleary does really well, which he could possibly do this week up against the Broncos. Yeah. Then will his price remain the same, or is it going to be more difficult to bring him in? Break even if he gets I don't think I don't think he'll climb in price too much because the the price system and the break even system like isn't matched up really yet because they're they're like adjusting everyone's price as we're going. Yeah, you know, and if you see like if you look at people's break even and then they score less than their break even, but they're actually making money that week a little bit. If you look yeah, across the league, because there are ju- because everyone, all the players are coming back together, you know, because last mm. year Nathan Cleary and Tom Tavoy, which like spread everyone out so much. That's true. Everyone's yeah. coming back together. So if I'm thinking about, if I'm taking a step back and looking at, you know, the fantasy, you know, obviously I've got Cleary, but if I didn't have him still, I, um, I probably actually wouldn't get him yet because he hasn't set the world on fire. And I think if you, if you're smart and you're patient, you can wait, as Callum said, maybe get him after Origin. I know it's a long way away, but you can spend your money in better ways before then, save trades, be smart, and then get him after that. Because yeah. other people are scoring more than him in mm. different positions, like consistently at the yeah. moment. So I think wait. You can wait another week. If he does bang out another 100 or 110, then maybe righto, maybe I have to get him in now. But yeah. until then, just wait. Probably. Well, here's another question with Nathan. Hmm. Obviously, Payne's out. Big old Haas. Um, is Nathan going to be the best captaincy option this week? Well, Nick, you have him. You'll be captaining I, him. I will be captaining him. Yes. Wow. I know who you're I mean, captaining, Riley call. Daily, Cherry Evans, or your oh. favourite Nick Hines against the Storm. No, definitely not Nico for the Storm. It would have to be <laughs> Daily. Daily. DCE up against the Gold Coast. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's, there's probably uh, what 
four options that you should probably go with this week as your captain. Mm. That's Cleary, DCE, Damien Cook, or maybe Cameron Murray. But just Damien be careful because Cook, Cook or Murray, they might get rested if yeah. the Rabbitohs are smashing the Bulldogs. I'd probably saw. go, how about, how about IPAP if you had him? I'd probably go him. Yeah, that's a, that's a good option. I don't have any of those. So what about I'm Yo? struggling a little bit. No, don't no, go Yo. I think he'll get rested again. Actually, yeah, no, he Broncos. scores well against Broncos. Yeah, captain him. He does. <laughs> Wait, you bullshitting? No, he actually, <laughs> I remember last year he carved up. I'm going I'm Paps or Tedesco. <laughs> no, don't go the fullbacks. That's just a joke these days. Nick, I'm at a stage, mate, where I just I, I don't believe everything you say. Sorry. You got to not. You, that's Callum. He's telling no, people it's, to it's do you. things. No, he's telling people to do things and not do things, and then he does the opposite, and it's working for him. Wait, that's true. It was one thing. Bring in, bring in <laughs> this bloke. I won't be, but you should. <laughs> like all these things, and he's 2,800. Everyone else is doing terrible. Well, not All right, Stephen else. Crichton. Um, <laughs> has he peaked as a cash cow? I think probably so. yes, but I would keep him. Uh, his break even is forty three. That's ridiculous, especially up against the Broncos. Keep to him. be honest, that that's exactly what you probably should do. You should probably keep him because of the games he has going forward. He's got Broncos, yeah. Raiders, and then the Titans, and then he'll be the kicker when Cleary's in origin. So I'm, I'm keeping Auburn. him. Yeah, keep him, but I just don't see him doing any better. Don't expect a lot from a week. No, that's it. One more week for me. And is it time to sell? Are we, we done with the Panthers, by the way? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Let's Great. Move let's move on to the Brisbane Broncos. Is it time to sell Kevy Sun? Yep. I'm going no. I'm going no. I, I, I was going to do Walters to Ilias, but no, nah, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. He's going to score negative up against the Panthers, mate. He's already made 108K. How about if Reynolds doesn't play this week? That's more than what you expected when you brought him in, surely. That's a good I question, him Nick. Him 20. What makes you think that Reynolds won't play? Well, he got injured, but he apparently he's okay. But be right. I don't know. I just think Billy Walters had a really good first game and he showed in his running game that he can break tackles and make meters and he hasn't done it since. So he just needs one more game for me to do that. Yeah, but is he doing that against Penrith, mate? Mate, you might be surprised. Oh, I would so hold, be hold surprised one more week I would hold it. His break even is not that high when I checked, wasn't it? Mm. I think it's high 20s or I'll check 30s. it right now. I'll check it right now for you. Ready? Ready. Are you ready? Uh, 32. And it'll be less yeah. than that because there's... I don't see him getting over 32 up against Penrith. Well, I don't. I, I see him getting hopefully 30. He's not going to get... If he, gets, if, he, if, he, yeah, if he gets 15 or 20, <laughs> I'm going to look like a complete idiot. But... <laughs> if he scores 30, like I haven't lost anything. I've saved a trade and he hasn't lost any money. So I don't see the real need to, That's true. <laughs> to sell him. So hey, Nick, I want to keep him. Kobe Hetherington's still a good option, mate. <laughs> After he's 24 from 41 last week, you brought don't, him in. Don't pick him up, but I've got him and I'm hoping he scores well with Payne Haas out for one week. <laughs> I think he, yeah. But I, I already talked to you about this. He made 15 tackles in the game. Like, and the first few, like the other games he was on the bench, he was making double that. So it was a bit of a weird stat line for him. You could have made more tackles in that many minutes. Yeah, probably. No, easily. Probably, probably would have missed about 10 as well. That's all right. <laughs> Take the demerits, mate. <laughs> yeah, Pen- um, Broncos could be uh, in for a bit of a defensive workload. I hope he uh, picks up his tackle rate. But yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't pick him up. I don't think he's a, a cash cow option. But yeah, I'm gonna have to, obviously now. I'm gonna obviously have to keep him for a little while and see how he goes until Carrigan's back probably and then get him out. Uh, before we move on to the next game, we actually got a message on our Facebook page, Three Blokes Under All Fancy Podcast, from one of our prime listeners and a bloke who's actually in our uh, league, Dom. G'day, Dom. Oh, me. Thanks, thanks for all the listens, mate. Appreciate it. He's got a question about Payne Haas. It's basically along the lines of he's going to be out for a week due to suspension. Uh, he's going to be out because of origin as well. Is this now a time to maybe consider selling him to bring in another gun or do we keep him in the team and just um, wait till he's back? Nah, simple answer. Um, he's a definite hold. I had another bloke um, ask this, um, Billy, he asked as well, but I think it's definitely just worth putting him in to your extended bench, leaving him there with the red dot for one week and do not trade him because he's a gun. Yeah, I think Tom asked this question thinking Haas might be out for two weeks and Billy as well, yeah. but he's only out for one, so yeah, keep him for now. Yeah, definitely. 
it's going to be a shit show for the Broncos. But anyway, we wish him the best of luck up against Penrith. Anyway, we, 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 we. What do you mean? Mainly seagulls. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. It's going to be a shit show. <laughs> I'm not even bleeping that out, bro. I'm going to leave it in. How good. Uh, before we get into the, the bleep button, <laughs> the dumb button, bleep. Uh, no, before we move on to the next game, we'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Harson Photography. They are uh, servicing all your party or special event needs. They've got professional photography, videography, and even some of the best DJs in Southeast Queensland. So if you're thinking about throwing a party and you want the best photography out there, uh, just visit harsantphotography.com or you can find them on all social media platforms. And we'd like to thank our other sponsor, Wolf Consulting and Risk. They are a Brisbane-based consulting firm servicing clients Australia-wide, specializing in the areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. Good on you, Wolf Consulting and Risk. Boys, we are talking now manly and Gold Coast, which will be happening on Saturday, the first game. And mm. boy, oh boy. <laughs> wow. I feel bad for the Gold Coast. Not as bad as I feel for the Broncos, but it's. It, I think it's going to be another one-sided game. Really? Callum, you're pumped up for this one, mate. I'm pumped up. I'm ready. He's ready to go. Now, what are the changes coming into this game, mate? Cool is back um, after his slight calf injury last week and is starting at centre with Morgan Harper out with COVID. Uh, the team changes for the Titans. Brian Kelly is back. Um, he bumps Philip Sammy to the wing, and Corey Thompson is out to goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for playing. Delete that. Fantasy options here. What are we looking at? Uh, Cooler. Is he the best cheap option to trade in this week that he is playing? Because last week he was out injured when we thought he was going to be playing, but now he's back. Yeah. He's in. He's in the centres. He'll I'm probably move to the back. wing. Yeah, he might be moved to the wing, though, when Harper comes back because Harper's out. Hopefully. Yeah. So if he's on the wing, though, is he going to score very well, do you think, Alan? Oh, he could. He could just be another Jason Saab and score negative points. Which yeah, I'm worried. It doesn't happen, but I don't know. I'm contemplating bringing him in this week just for some money because he's the best probably. He's the base price. He's got a break-even of 17. He could get that in the centres, but you just don't know what's going to happen next week, and that's the... The risk that you have to take if you bring him in, but he, he probably is one of the better options as a lower price, uh, priced cash down and cash care option. Mm. Do you think it's worth if I put the captaincy on DCE this week? Yeah, yeah, definitely, probably. If I had DCE, he'd be my captain, mate. Great. That's what I'm doing. Easily. Lock it in, baby. Lock it in, Eddie. Uh, let's talk Titans now because obviously mm. they're going to be struggling a little bit this game. <laughs> I did... Probably the stupidest thing I could have done last week, and that was to sell David for feeder to bring in Pangai Jr. <laughs> David for feeder, yeah. 79 points, and I bring in Pangai Jr. And he gets 51. Are you kidding me, bro? Where's this been all freaking season, man? Anyway. Um, and feeder a buy now, Callum? Yeah, is he a he buy? looked good last week. <laughs> Do you think he's he doing good. more? Do you think he's gotten the, well, the chat from Holbrook uh, and he's figured out? I don't out, know. Oh, I just, he only really made one know. big run. But yeah, that, right that try end. helped him big time. Yeah. Right but the way that he played then and moved and you know went through the line, scored the try, broke through those tackles. If I'm a Titans half, I see that. I'm thinking just pass the ball to Dave and hope he does something because nothing else is working for the team. But, you know, yeah. coming to the later rounds, uh, later on in the season, he could be definitely someone you should be considering bringing in just at the moment. Yeah. I don't think so. After origin, I reckon bring him in. Yeah. I reckon as, as well, the Titans, I know this really isn't <laughs> fantasy relevant, but I think that they should put AJ back to the fullback and bring in another half because I don't think he's good in the halves. But yeah, I love his kicking. Do they have another half? Do they have another? I don't think they have it. They don't have don't another know. half. No. Should, um, should have kept Fogs. Anyway, Sexton Riles. Yeah, Sexton Toby. Do you have him still, Riley? You told me to keep him for one more week. Okay, and how'd he go? He went okay. He did shit, he got thirty something. Thirty-eight, I think. Yeah, for, for a half, that's over six k, six hundred k. That's mm. that's shit. So now's mm. decision time for you. Are you going to keep who? Him? Who the hell do I bring in for Sexton? 
I've had, <laughs> I've had two halves this year. Walker from Rabbitohs and now Sexton. I just don't know who to put in that. Walker got 51 points last week. Yeah, but he wasn't performing in like the first four rounds. I interest you in a Kalen Ponger. (laughs) No, he needs a half. Do you need a half? So you don't have any half. You have Schneider, don't you? He's got Schneider. So you could trade him to someone else. Do you have Schneider and Nico Hines? Or no? Actually, that's a a good option. Bring in Schneider in my starting, put Sexton in in a change and then just trade out Sexton. And see what other options you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's probably going to be the best option now. I would go. We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Here Thanks, mate. I appreciate yeah. it. I do need a little bit of help. So that um that game is going to be the first game on Saturday, if I'm correct. Yes. Uh the game after that is going to be the Storm and Sharks, which I think is the game of the week, lads. This game should be a really Definitely. good game to watch. I'm um, excited. Any changes coming into this game, mate? Uh yes. The storm. Um, it could be bad news for Harry Grant owners. Uh, Tyron Wishart is on the bench, who displaces Alec McDonald um, with the only change for the storm. The Sharks, they also have only made one change with Aiden Tolman back on the bench, and Royce Hunt makes way for the experienced front rower. I'm really looking forward to this game. Um, let's talk storm. Now, someone who really disappointed us. Pappenhausen a couple of weeks ago he got over 100 now he's he only got 19 what's up with that that's being a fullbacks yeah they're that's uh i don't know Pappenhausen is lovely like that though he he is he can have really good games really bad games and you just got to stick with that for him so he's he also had a hate trade didn't he uh yeah. i don't know i didn't watch actually no i did i watched the start but yeah i think he did i think he went off just before half time which yeah. obviously might have, you know, pushed him back a little bit considering what happened last yeah, year. Yeah, and he could have just taken a, a bit easy. Well, He's a definite yeah. keep, though. You, you won't want to sell him. Well, who's yes. better in the wing fullback spot? I'd say Nico That's Hines is more consistent. He's probably number one for me at the moment. And then who? There's no one. <laughs> Not really. There's no one. I mean, if you could find a player who has a dual position. Well, maybe. I could give yeah. you a spicy option any... in a Reese Walsh. We'll talk to him a bit later. Yes. I will. don't That's mind that, to be honest. That's a great option. But uh, we'll move. We'll we'll talk about him later. But yeah, we got to keep Pappenhausen. Yeah, me personally, I'm going to keep Pappenhausen. Someone I've been thinking of trading for a while, and I could. Well, I'll probably have to keep him for another week, considering the trades I have to make this week. But that's Xavier Coates. Um, I don't see him making much more money. Do you think it's now time for a sell if coaches have him? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Harry, I wanted to make no trades this week, Calvin. Everyone you've mentioned it, I have you like, yeah, sell him. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try and save trades. Mate, he's had one good score against the Bulldogs of all people, 48. Mate, he, that, went, he's got he went up 9K like last week, mate. His break-even's yeah. only 26. What's the rush here? Oh, I think that's just what he's going to average, really. I think he's just going to average mid-20s, maybe 30. They're not so really utilizing him at the moment. One or two they? more weeks. If you don't want to sell him this week, one the or problem two more weeks. Is, the problem is people like me and Riley who have these players who aren't really making a lot of money, like Coates, Billy Walters, you know, whoever it was. Our whole team. Lachlan Ilias, all these people. Like we could just be, we, I could literally just burn trades for the next three to four weeks by double trading every week. But is that oh, really yes. beneficial? It depends on your team, mate. Obviously, if you've got worse fires to put out, then do it. If not, then I would say Xavier Coates, you could probably give him one or two more weeks, but I think you should be looking at selling him on soon. Yeah. I mean, I would like to, but I you think... look to see just... how um, TAF goes and then you could maybe do a swap. Yeah, I do week. like that. I do like that idea. I just got to... Um, I'm gonna th- I think people got to think of trade saving. I, mm. I love trade saving. I'm the yeah. trade saving specialist here. Okay, mate. And I love trading. <laughs> You just go, people got to think of this. You, you can't like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, let's go into sharks now. Is it, is it too late to bring in Talakai? Yeah. I think so now. Yeah. You've, you've missed, you, you've missed it. You can't get on board. No. He's too high. Not against the sharkies. Who's going to come up against? Even. Who's going to come up against? It's going to be Remus Smith, isn't it? Not Olam. Damn it. That would have been interesting to watch if it was Olam. It would actually, geez. <laughs> Put but the captaincy on Olam. Apparently, when Connor Tracy's right, Talakai will just go back to the bench. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. That's a bit silly. 
I think Ty Kai's good in the centers. Anyway. Mm, Same here. Um, Now, people who are contemplating on upgrading peaked cash cows, do you think that Jesse Ramian is a good option? In the centers, yeah. Like you've only had you and Aiken and Taylor May really score or average better than him so far. And he's come off scores of 75 and 58. He's looking good. He's he's involved heavily. In How much the, is he um, at the moment? 626. Six, yeah. Yeah. Too much for me. Even though he's been really good, a really good score in the last four weeks. Yeah. He's break even 16, so he's still going to go up in money, but he oh. will drop. Yeah. So I there's just, there's I don't probably know. just better options at the moment, really, like I mean, cash cows that are what, still making yeah. money. And I was talking about Callum to Callum about Tony Staggs is 110k less. I know he hasn't been doing as well, but last week he scored 70 something mm. or 110k less in the centers. They're both similar players. I know Ramian's been doing better in a better team. So, yeah, that yeah, helps. That helps. But yeah, I don't know. Jesse Ramian, I'd hold off. I was going to just mention before we move on to the next yeah, game mate. about Cameron McInnes. He played 57 minutes last week, coming off the bench for 46. Are you thinking of buying him anytime soon or not really? His break even is still 63. So obviously just going to wait until he starts or what's going to go? Yeah, once he starts, then I'll probably look at getting him in. I was hoping he'd be starting this week. So then I could um, maybe trade Joy Arrow to him. But I can, oh, yeah. I still have that option if, well, once Kurt Mann uh, peaks, I might be able to do that trade. Or maybe even Maxi King if he can keep going and McKinnis keeps dropping. So he should get under around 600K this week or just over 600K he'll be. Which yeah. is pretty good for Cameron. Well, considering he's been an out and out gun in previous seasons, so mm. he's a premium player. Just got to he's just got to start and get those minutes. Yeah. All right, that's going to be the game of the week. Storm Sharks. Make sure you watch it. Find some time. Take work off. Storm Sharks. Saturday seven uh, seven thirty five. So it should be a good one. Another game that should be a really good one as well is the Roosters v Warriors. Two teams that are looking well better than we thought they were going to, you know, be in, in this time of this season. Uh, any changes coming into those for those teams, mate? Yeah, Roosters, Sam Verrills, he's been named in the starting side and Connor Watson has now shifted to the bench with Drew Hutchison um, moving out of the side. The other change is Take Aho. He displaces Daniel Saluka for feeder on the bench. The Warriors, Dalamateni Zelezniak, he replaces... The suspended Marcelo Montoya uh, on the wing and Eli Katawa replaces Jack Merchi on the bench. Good stuff. Um, just quickly, who do we think is going to win this one? Roosters. Yeah, Roosters. It might be a good game for a while, but I think they'll run away with it. I'm back in the Warriors this week. Oh, why? I, I think wow. they're on a roll. Boys, I just you said this last week, didn't you? As well, I did. They're on a roll. They're on a roll. They won by one point last week. Bloody hell! They shouldn't have even won. Oh, I'm so annoyed about that. Still against the Cowboys. Anyway, Uh, Cowboys (laughs) are shit. Titans are shit. Broncos are shit. Wow. Queenslander, greatest state in Australia. Anyway, Roosters. Joey Manu. Last week, um, we, we mentioned him. Do we think he's worth considering bringing him to the team? Possibly, potentially. Callum, Nick? I think so. He scored 63. He's got 58 and 63 the past two weeks. So he's obviously they've, they've been heavily influenced, those scores, by two tries in each game. But he's looking juicy. He's a juicy option. The Roosters draw as well. It's um, fairly easy, as we've mentioned. So... I um, mean, he came up. Was it? He was up against Katoni Staggs, wasn't he, last week? No, Paul Morowski was on his side. Oh, uh, because he pushed right. him off, remember? Yeah, and Paul Morowski did terrible. <laughs> Why is he in the team, Paul Morowski? Actually, no. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's Manu worth at the moment? Five seven. I don't have the exact number. <laughs> Five seventy, I think. Right. Or yeah. is it higher than that? Could be now. Let me just have a quick look. Uh, no, I thought it was around 570. 575, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this could be a good option if you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, boys, what's happening with Tedesco at the moment? I was actually going to bring him in maybe last God. weekend, and thank God I didn't. Wow. Cal, bit of a headache, mate, for you? Yeah, I'm not enjoying it. He got 23. That's the best out of my winger fullback so last week, so that's a positive. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, 
he's a player that's known for his tackle busting ability. And obviously the scoring on that has dropped um, this year. And we've seen that impact uh, people's um, scoring as well from that. Uh, but look, I don't know. You're just going to have to hold him. It's frustrating, but he did this last year. He, he was really, really slow. Um, didn't score well. His break is at 66 now. So you boys, you don't have him. Look no. to probably get him in in a few weeks. Maybe after Origin. He's going to be cheap. Yeah, I'll probably wait till after Origin. He's, yeah. Until he proves something to me. He just looks well, like that's he's, it. You've got to, he's, he's lost, lost his touch. Form. He needs to get fantasy form back. He's playing okay, but... I've got a question for you something. as well, Callum. Here we go. I've got Billy Smith. What should I do with him? Oh, Billy Smith. I sold him for cooler. Do you think I should do the same? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm probably. I might even reverse that trade yet because I'm not 100% um, sold on Cooler, but he is the lower price option. He's gonna that that obviously frees up some money for me, um, and he's also the dual position, which is great. How about so Billy Smith any... to? Oh yeah, because you got Blake Taff as well, but he's more expensive. Than well, that's it. Yeah, if you can afford to go up to Taff, I probably say that's a safer um, option because mm. you're not going to have a bloke who's standing on the wing or in the centres doing nothing. Um, especially in the side which doesn't have Tommy, but I don't know. I'm I'm probably at this stage. I'm about ninety percent certain that I'll probably trade Smith to Cooler. Interesting. But you're gonna have to probably trade him now. I don't think he's gonna find his way back in. I yeah. thought he might have because Nagama played. I don't think he played that well, but yeah, I think he's probably a sell now. Couple of um. Big scores for some Warriors players. Uh, I was noticing in your team, Cal, including you yeah. uh, and Aiken. That's um, bloody awesome what he did for you. Yeah, I was happy that him and uh, Curran found the try line. Um, mm. That obviously made me very happy with their performances last week. Um, pretty much with the Warriors, though, like Jesse Arthurs, he's doing okay. If you have him and you took the punt on him, well done. He's now averaging 41.3. Um you know, he's got 57 on the weekend. He's a hold, obviously. But if you don't have him, don't probably buy him. His break-even's at two. Oh. Uh, Nick, you said you were going to mention um, Reese Walsh. You mm. like him, mate. 654, six is it? 654. I mean, at first glance, it seems pretty high. Mm. But he's been consistent in the four weeks he's been back. He, he hasn't set the world on fire. But one thing we're missing this year is consistency. In our fantasy scores, and if you got someone who's consistent, at least you might have a chance to, you know, win your win your head to heads and move up and overall ranks and all that. Um, but when I did look at his games, he, he has played pretty easy easy teams. He's played Titans, Tigers, Broncos, Cowboys. Um, he's got Roosters and then Storm. So I might you just wait and see, have a look. Have a look how he does there, and then I'll make a judgment of him. Yeah. But, yeah, looking at his consistency, it's been good, and he's obviously a main point of their attack. Yeah. But yeah, um, I probably would hold off still when I investigate it further. How about you and Aiken? Should people go out and buy him now, Callum, or is, are we just reacting I'm to a, a really good game? I'm at the moment. Well, You're really thinking about it. His scoring prior to that was in the 40s, and that's his base. So you know you're going to get that every week, especially in the centers, which is amazing. Um, but 40s as his base, and on the weekend, he finally got those attacking stats, which fantasy coaches were looking for um, for the, well when they selected him um, in their teams, and that's what I was hoping for. And last week, like as I mentioned, I was almost considering trading him, but then I thought, no, he's going to get his hands on the ball and he's going to go over and score a try eventually. And that happened and look out, he scored 80 top score of the week. Well done to him. My worry is but Riley. I reckon... Oh, sorry. Callum, you no, you're right. No, that's all good. Oh, I was going to say my worry is Riley that his, his runs getting harder. Now he's played some easier teams. Is he going to get those attacking stats or is he just going to go back to forties, which I mean, is pretty good, but. That's I, just, concern. I, don't, I just think the warriors are now pumped up. You know they're um they're playing a lot better than what they have been playing. I think I'm going to back myself here and say they're on a roll. I think these top players for the Warriors are going to continue getting good points. And mm. you, you think about it, they've been away from New Zealand due to COVID for what oh, three years. Yeah, they're they're based at Redcliffe, and to be playing that well away from home, away from your family 
I just think that they're going to have a great year this year. And um, I, I think, yeah, these these players like you and Aiken and um, Curran are going to continue getting big points. I don't know. That's just my that's just my thinking. I, I could so. be wrong, but I know you hope so, Cal. Because I could go Nanai to Aiken. I could make that. I could pull the trigger. I don't mind that. I don't know. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I could, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll have to think about that. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be Roosters and Warriors. Another great game on Sunday. And the last one for Sunday is going to be the Dragons v Knights. It's like a fairy tale, boys. Yeah. No. I don't know. I, I every time they that is play one of the other, worst jokes. No, every time I've heard you anyone other, say. Okay, every time they play each other, I just think, oh, knights versus dragons. What is this Shrek? I don't know. What is this Shrek? <laughs> yeah. Oh know. God. Fuck off. Any changes coming in, Cal? They sure are. Don't care. <laughs> Aaron Woods and Jackson Ford are out and have been dropped. With Josh Kerr now starting at prop, uh, Josh Maguire has appeared on the bench after he has um, come back from suspension. And Georgie Burgess is also back on the bench. The Knights, Dominic Young and Jaira Momosia, they are out. Um, they've suffered injuries last week, unfortunately. Uh, Edric Lee, he returns to the side after... Not playing in the NRL since 2020, I believe. So and that's with a terrible run of injury. So well done to Edric back in. I think the last time he played might have even been um, when Queensland won that miracle uh, origin series. So that's great. Uh, David Clemmer, he's back as well from his inj- injury. And that has shifted Jacob Sofidi back to the bench. Uh, yeah, now how good Dragons. Um, what do we really want to discuss about the Dragons? Oh, I'll discuss Jack Bird if you if you still have him, Callum. Would you still hold him or would you sell him? Well, he scored similar sim- similarly um, to what he yeah. has been doing pretty much in the edge position. So I don't know. Probably hold him, but I'd like to sell, sell him. him. There's better options. Do it. We said sell last week, so we just said sell him. him. Same Hunt. as own. All the have players it. that have him sell him. What's happened to Ben Hunt now? Get rid of him. What did he score last week? I didn't check it. Twenty. Oh, yikes. Okay. The, um, mm, oh. If you yeah. have any Dragons players by the end of this week, you should be worried. But I know a lot of people had Hunt. But he see, he's being, he's being sell, sold a lot now this week. He scored 29 and the week yeah. before 42. Just sell them. So what do you think? Sell. I'd like to see the Dragons play uh, Sullivan and Moan in the halves and get McCulloch out of the team because he's old and put Ben Hunt at hooker. Who actually, he offers <laughs> That's never more. Happening. It's never happening. He offers happening. more in attack. Look what he did for Queensland last year. Yeah, I know, but it's never happening. Like, come on, Hook. He is old. He is old. Day. Move him yeah, on. Yeah, move, move Ben Hunt on. <laughs> move Ben Hunt on right now. Yeah, probably okay. sell him. Why not? Pull the right. trigger. Do it. Have fun. Um, what about Matt Feigai? What about him? We shouldn't be Fee-Night. spending this much time on the dragon, surely. Probably not. I'd yeah, don't buy him. Easy. Yeah, there you go. Don't buy him either. Yeah. The Knights. Right. Knights. Yes. Um, Leo Thompson. Is it time to sell? I am uh, very much considering it. One more week. <laughs> yeah, one, about yeah, Sexton yeah. as well. Nah, but this bloke will make some money. Yeah, Leo. One Thompson, more week. One more week, and then he's out. See you later. All right. Yeah. Right. Goodbye. Uh, Brody Jones. He's set to play mm. 80 minutes this week. Um, what do we think about Brody Jones? I reckon he'll play 80. Yeah. Nick? Yeah. It's not too bad. Plug him in, make some money, see how he goes. Still got to break even at 15. He's reasonably cheap, 359. So if you don't have him, he's worth considering. He did score 39 last week and 80, but he also played in the centers. So yeah. he should remain on the edge. There won't be that many injuries, or surely not to the Knights again. Great. Anything else before we move on? Old Kurt Mann still, we reckon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Phoenix Crossland stays on the bench where he belongs. <laughs> he single-handedly lost Knights that game. Well, not single-handedly. Chris Randall also dropped a try, which would have boosted yeah. his score up to like 60 again. Yeah. But then Phoenix Crossland came on and was just making mistakes galore. Yeah, Kurt Mann's the best lock. Keep him there, please. Oh, boys, Monday football. Monday. Like Monday Easter Monday. Footy. How good. Okay, before we talk about this game, 
should foot should there always for now be a Monday night game of footy? Do we miss Monday night footy? I rate Monday night football actually. Me I'll too. Any day of the week. I know you would, Cow, but like, you know, you start the week off with a Monday night game of footy. How good would that be? Bring it back. Eels versus the Tigers. Oh God. Cricket <laughs> uh, score. <laughs> Yes. Uh, any changes coming into these teams, mate? Uh, yeah. Will Penasini, um, he's starting on the wing with Maratta Niakora starting in the centres following Wonga Blake's injury last week. Oregon Kafusi starts a prop with Junior Paulo out suspended. Sean Lane is back, which means Ryan Madison is on the bench and Hayes Perham is also on the bench this week. Um, for the Tigers, co-captains. Oh, this is a lot of changes. Co-captains Ken Mamalo and Tyrone Peachy, goodbye. You've been dropped alongside Englishman Oliver Gildart and also Jacob Little. Jackson Hastings, he returns from suspension, forcing Jock Madden to the bench. Hastings has been named at seven and Luke Brooks is at six, so they've swapped positions. Dane Laurie's back from COVID. Stafford Tower keeps the wing spot with James Roberts back at centre and Jakey Boy Simpkin is Back starting at hooker. Madge has <laughs> won the axe. My goodness. Wow. And just, yes. Is yes. is this good news for our coaches who have hold, held on to uh, Jake Simpkin, by the way? Probably. Who would have, though? I yeah. have him get this in my emergencies. No, I don't. I sold him. Bugger. Yeah, you sold him. <laughs> Most people would have sold him. Oh, I thought I still had him. <laughs> Anyway. We said move on. Yeah. No, well. <laughs> There's no one in this Tigers team, really, no. is there, that you want? No, if you've got Tuolungi, well done. Yeah, Tuolungi. Yeah, yeah, keeps going. All right. Can he please just not get injured or get taken off of the HIA for one game so we can see him how he does in 80 minutes? Or see if he can play the 80 minutes? Yeah, but anyway. Eels. Eels. There's really Eels. only one person as well. We've already discussed the others. Will Penicini. Um, do we... Is it time to let him go? He's on the wing. I reckon he'll score, right? Morgan Blake wasn't doing too bad. It's the same wing as him. Mm. He'll probably score tries now. Just hold him, yeah. yeah. Hold him. All right, but do you put him in your interchange or bring him on the bench? Or even have him in your team? Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to well, do. Well, if, if, you, if you're thinking of that, you must have a pretty good team. Must be so, stacked. Yeah, it's probably like Callum's team, but me and you, Riley, will have to play him, mate. Well, it is up against the Tigers, mate, so it could be worth it. Could be. Yeah, I think so. A little wild card in our team. Um, what's going on for the Tigers' point of view, lads? I mean, you see all these changes. Do you think it's the wooden spoon for them this year? Yeah, have fun. Yeah, not nothing's going on there. Year. Nothing is going on at the Tigers. No, it's disappointing. It is disappointing, mate. Tell you what, Newcastle are coming. I did put a sneaky Boom. bet on just then as we were talking. Broncos, we Broncos gamble, to win into West Tigers. Gamble responsibly. Broncos to win into West Tigers to win, paying 90 bucks. <laughs> well, you've lost your money. <laughs> you need bonus it. bet. Bonus bet. That's coming north, baby. Taking it to the bank. You fruit loop. <laughs> you've lost the plot. Broncos are going to upset the Penny Panthers, paying 10 bucks. West Tigers paying nine bucks against Para. It's happening, I'm telling you. Your shout if you win, mate. Yeah. Beers a bit of friggin' buy uh, a lot and of then the owe me apology. Yeah. I'm not having to owe you an apology. <laughs> no. Anyway, are we talking about the Tigers anymore or is that it? No, they're gone. Great. Excellent. Moving along. Never again. So that's, that is round six and it's um you know it's actually shaping up to be a pretty interesting uh round couple of whitewashes of course with panthers and broncos and uh eels and west tigers but apart from that should be an interesting round especially for tipping side of things um i reckon we should get into our segments now lads what do you reckon yeah we'll quickly finish on the segments how good let's get into this it is our Predicted player of the week. And of course, if you haven't checked it out yet, jump on Facebook. Uh, we've put up our picks for the round five player of the week, cash cow of the week, 
buy and sell of the week as well. But here are our predicted ones for those for round six. Nicholas, player of the week, mate. I'm going to go with uh, what Dom Sultan, uh, one of the listeners, is going with. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back him in here. I'm going to say Daily Cherry Evans. That was going to be my pick. DCE all the way. Yeah, DCE. Callum? Well, I've gone for the Eels and Tigers game, and I've actually gone for a Tigers player. No, no I haven't. Didn't. I've You've gone, gone Isaiah Papali'i. No, oh. Isaiah Papali'i. So no one's I, going Nathan Cleary? No, no, no. I, Nathan, I, I, I thought, okay. I thought no, Isaiah Papali'i. I think he's going to do well this week. I know we didn't really mention him in the podcast, but yep. Papali'i. Great. Let's get into this now. Ah. Yep. It is Cash Cow of the Week. Uh, Cal, let's start off with you, mate. Hello. Big surprise. Taylor May. Hello. Cha-ching, cha-ching. He's going to score three or four against the Broncos. Nicholas. Right. Oh, me? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, Lachlan Elias. I like it. Nick? Oh, I have no idea, to be honest, boys. I'll just say Taylor May again. He's going to make bulk points against Broncos. By default, but like, he's not a cash cow. Well, he, like he is, but I wouldn't bring Originally, him in Originally, he was, cow. but yeah, no. Yeah. Let, let's go. Actually, if I was thinking of a cash cow to bring in this week, Who's going to make your money over a long period of time? It'd be Blake Taff. But he's not going to, yeah, he's not going to make you the most money this week. But Blake Taff's no. one of the, uh, yeah, I can go pretty good. All right. Uh, it's time for this now. No, God. No, God. Please, no. No, no, no. It is our sell of the week. Nick, I'm going to start mm-hmm. off with you, mate. Who, who's your sell of the week? Uh, sell of the week, uh, Ben Hunt. As I mentioned earlier, yeah, I think just get rid of him. Don't mind that. Cal, you agree or someone different? Billy Walters. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I was going to go Billy Walters or I was going to go uh, Toby Sexton. If you're a coach like me and have Toby Sexton in your team, get rid of him. Uh, and let's finish off with this one. Goodbye! 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 Is our buy of the week. Someone you should consider bringing in to your team uh, for me I would definitely consider if you don't have him already bringing in Tuolagi I just think he I don't know he could just be a, a good cash cow uh, well a cash cow as well and um, a good player to have in your emergencies and um, extended bench just in case I don't know could be a good option cow hello hey uh, Brody Jones I like it. Uh, Blake Taff. So I'll go Taff. my my cash cow option. I'll go buy. Yeah, I'll go buy. Nice. I like it. Great. Well, uh, that's the episode done. Round five review. Round six preview. Three blokes NRL fantasy podcast. Again, give us a rating on Spotify. Uh, if you don't have Spotify, if you're a weirdo, you can jump on Podbean and you can find our uh podcast website on our facebook page which is three blokes nrl fantasy podcast we really do appreciate uh your support thank you for listening and it's our favorite time of the episode where nick gets to say his final words bye <laughs> <laughs>